1: You have to stop focusing on what you want and what you think you need and start focusing on Him and following Him. And when you do that, He says everything you need, He's going to make sure you have. It's not going to be a concern. But you need to do that. And if I'm willing to be crucified with Christ, as Paul said, and let Him live within me, well then He can take me wherever it's best for me to go. Best for me. He can do the complete work that He wants to do in my life but I need to want that.
0: God will only work with what we willingly surrender to Him and allow Him to have free reign over. Unless we trust Him and surrender our lives to Him completely, we'll never know the fullness of His blessings in us. In today's message, Pastor Robert will share with us the sweetness of a wholly surrendered life. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message.
1: Paul continues in this letter to the Corinthians, you know, he, he, he wants us to understand that we're just walking sacks of dirt, but we're inhabited by the spirit of the living. God, and and he goes on in verse 8, he says, We're hard-pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We're perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. Always carrying about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our body. If you'll just die to yourself, like Jesus said in Matthew 16, 24, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. You have to stop focusing on what you want and what you think you need and start focusing on him and following him. And when you do that, he says, everything you need, he's going to make sure you have. It's not going to be a concern. But you need to do that. And if I'm willing to be crucified with Christ, as Paul said, and let him live within me, well, then he can take me wherever it's best for me to go. Best for me. He can do the complete work that he wants to do in my life. But I need to want that and to line up with him. And in verse 16, he says, Therefore, we don't lose heart. Even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. This sack of dirt was not intended to go on forever. Hallelujah. I want a better one. And he has one in store for us. The inward man is being renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. You realize we spend all this time and energy and effort focused on this sack of dirt that's just going to be gone in a few years, and we neglect eternity. How much time, energy, and effort do you really spend focused on phase two of your existence? The eternal phase. We spend so much time. Oh my goodness, you know, we're so worried about the planet, the green movement. Now, don't misunderstand me. The Bible says we have a responsibility to God to be good stewards of what He's entrusted to us. But it's amazing how much time and energy, money, how much resources we spend on keeping ourselves healthy, making sure, you know, I mean, organic foods. You can just go on and on and on. Think about how much time and energy, how much effort we put in to maintaining a sack of dirt that wasn't intended to last more than 70 or 80 years. As opposed to or contrasting to how little time we really spend focused on the unseen. That which is eternal. We spend a lot of time and energy and resources trying to avoid, go around or, or whatever. Some of the very things, you know, anything difficult, right? I mean, anything hard, anything that... that requires a lot of us anything you know that's a tribulation we'll spend a lot of money to avoid tribulations and yet paul says you know these things which are so brief really and quite often they're not that bad you know you go through them and yeah it was really ugly you know for a little while i mean think about paul stoning how long did it last an hour Now, it's an hour I want to avoid, right? I don't want to be stoned to death. But at the same time, in light of eternity, they hit him with rocks for 30 minutes, an hour. And it's over. And Paul says, you know what? What it produced in me, you have no idea. You have no idea what that produced in me. When you endure a stoning... When you endure a beating, as he talks about later, you know, the cat tales 9 tails and how they just beat him nearly to death several times. He's bitten by a poisonous snake after being shipwrecked on an island. I mean, my goodness, Paul, you went through it. And he said, yeah, but you don't understand. It's over before you know it. And then you realize what God used it to do in your life and what he does in you through that light and momentary affliction lasts forever it took an hour to produce it and it doesn't go away for all eternity that's a pretty good return in terms of investment right it takes maybe well i don't know depending on the builder 6 months to build a house it's going to last How many years? A hundred? On the outside, most of the time? And it's gone. Paul says, these things, we need to keep things in perspective. Yes, they're hard. They're difficult. They're ugly. They're painful. But they're over before you know it. And the result, the the fruit in your life lasts forever. Embrace the trials. Embrace them. Make the decision. This is a gift from God. I'm not going to fight it. Paul says, man, we need to have our eyes on the unseen. Chapter 5, For we know that if our earthly house, this tent, is destroyed, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. For in this, in this body, in this sack of dirt, we groan, earnestly desiring to be clothed with our habitation which is from heaven. If indeed having been clothed, We shall not be found naked. For we who are in this tent groan, being burdened, not because we want to be unclothed, but further clothed, that mortality may be swallowed up by life. The Bible says that we will be given a body like His heavenly body. In other words, the same kind of body that the resurrected Christ inhabits now, that's what we're going to have. A body that's immortal, intended to last for all eternity. I could get used to that. I don't want to be limited any longer than I have to be. This earthly sack of dirt was only intended for a season and for this planet, and it's imperfect and it's messed up, and, and the new one will be none of that. But he goes on. Look back with me at, at uh, Acts chapter 14. When they preached the gospel to that city and made many disciples, they returned to Lystra, Iconium, and Antioch, strengthening the souls of the disciples, exhorting them to continue in the faith, don't quit just because it got hard, come on, fight the good fight, and saying, we must through many tribulations enter the kingdom of God. So when they had appointed elders in every church... And prayed with fasting, they commended them to the Lord in whom they had believed. So they did a couple of things there as they got ready to move on. They looked around for men they knew they could trust. You know, they'd only been there a relatively brief period of time, but it doesn't take long to spot the real deal. You know, when you're looking around, it usually doesn't take too long to identify the people who are serious about their relationship with Christ. And, and you know, they're not about themselves. They're not focused on themselves. They're they're focused on just serving the Lord Jesus, being faithful to Him, and being a blessing to the people around them. And that's really their their agenda. It doesn't take usually doesn't take too long to spot them. You see them. They get out in front of others, not because they want to be visible and want to be seen, but it's just that even if nobody else is going, this is I know my direction here. God has told me what to do and where to do it. And I'm going to be faithful.
0: As our time with you today comes to a close, we'd like to thank you for listening to today's message on Main Thing Radio. We hope Pastor Robert's teaching has encouraged you personally and brought you a deeper understanding of your Savior. If you're in the Miami-Dade County area and you don't yet have a church home, we'd love to have you join us here at Calvary Chapel Miami Beach for our weekly services. You'll find our location and service times at MainThingRadio.com as well as more about who we are as church. Right now, we'd like to take a moment and share how you can be involved in the future of Main Thing Radio. God is using ministries like this one to reach multitudes of people, and we feel so blessed to be a part of it. We'd like to ask you to join us in seeking God's will for our ministry. We'd also like to ask that you prayerfully consider supporting Main Thing Radio financially. For donations of $20 or more, we have a special thank you gift to send you. This month, we'll be sharing spiritual leadership, Principles of Excellence for Every Believer by J Oswald Sanders. This book is a great tool for learning about how a person's God-given leadership skills are developed and how using them for God's glory will yield the greatest effects. For more information or to contribute, please visit mainthingradio.com and click on donate at the top of the page. Thanks again for listening today. Be sure to tune in again for more from God's word right here on Main Thing Radio.